Welcome to Positive Positioning. I'm Claire. I'm Michelle. And uh, we just wanted to start this podcast um, as a way to bring some positivity to your day. We all know that um, there's a lot of negativity out there and it's sometimes hard to find something that's uplifting. And so we wanted to be able to be a part of helping to create a little bit more happy, positive vibes in the world. Exactly. Positive yeah. vibes. <laughs> um, I was going to say positive positioning. The reason we picked that name is uh, it means delivering a message in a positive way, right? Yep. Yeah. So we just think that's a great aspect of... It's a good message. Yeah. It's kind of how we want to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, you they say you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. And, you know, those cliches are out there for a reason, because we all know it's kind of true. And we love a good cliche, so. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, speaking of cliches, um, one of our topics we wanted to cover uh, to start off with was, you know, what will be will be, and that whole concept of, like, things happen for a reason or whatever. And um, not saying you can't, like, put effort into your day you can control certain aspects of it but ultimately you're you don't need to try to control everything in your life because you're just going to be disappointed if you do just let go and i'm definitely one of those people who are like i like to plan i like to stick to the plan i hate when it doesn't go my way but i have to be a little more flexible understanding that that's not (laughs) a thing that i can always control and that's okay Oh my gosh, I know it's so hard sometimes to just like, I, right now I'm in like, you know, a season of waiting and mm-hmm. everything's just kind of a, it's going to, you know, everything's going to happen when it happens and trying to control the outcome is never going to get the results that, you know, you that you necessarily want. And right. so it's such a hard thing, but it's actually kind of freeing sometimes to just be able to sit back and say, okay, I've done everything that I can do. Now I just have to trust that it's enough and that I, you know, that I've done what I can and let it be in God's hands at that point. Exactly. Walk through the doors that open for you. (laughs) Um, If they get shut, crawl through a window. Go find that window. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the right opportunities come along at the right times, um, the right people in your life, the right job, the right everything. Mm -hmm. I think timing is everything and just because it's not a right now thing doesn't mean it's not a later thing right so just kind of doesn't mean it's forever a no but it might be a no for now exactly yeah so for sure yeah i mean you know that whole concept of like uh god works all things for the good or whatever it's like just because right now things feel hard or you know stupid or whatever (laughs) doesn't mean that like you know it's gonna stay that way and as long as you keep trusting him instead of taking back the reins and be like no i'm gonna you know forge my path that's never worked very well for me (laughs) yeah you end up all over the place on the road (laughs) yeah jesus take the wheel (laughs) so we're talking about uh trust and how, like, there's different levels of, like, trust and, um, in just everyday things and, like, mm-hmm. different people in your life and, like, all that stuff. And I have, when I was younger, I was a 
immediate I trust everyone. Yeah. Obviously. With the <laughs> hardships of life, you really you can't do that. Yeah. And so I've gotten good at trusting my gut and I'm pretty good at trusting my gut in like most areas. Mm-hmm. And I'm I can read people pretty well and I, I like that that I typically know if a relationship is worth having with someone based on our interactions, if all that stuff. But <laughs> we were having a conversation the other day and we were talking about how like I was I was being very black and white with how I was viewing the world. Like yeah. if it's wrong, it's wrong. And you're like if for me things are a little bit more gray. But there's splashing of yeah. color and, <laughs> and gray aspects and <laughs> I think that's why it's like people can have the same belief system. People can have the same ideas. Right. Because we have a very similar, like, belief structure of how we see things. But, like, we see things differently. So, and that doesn't make me wrong. That doesn't make you wrong. It just makes us different in how we view the world and how we view. Well, because when I meet somebody, because you're talking about meeting somebody and trusting them. Like, Uh when I meet somebody, I typically will just initially just trust that they're a good person or right. there for the right reasons or that they want my best and maybe that's a little bit naive and I know that it is sometimes right but unless somebody like until they give me a reason to like have a little bit of a guard I initially am like yeah here's my whole heart and then yeah. I'm like oh that was probably well, not you hurt it. <laughs> why did you hurt me that was not nice <laughs> yeah I think and it also sometimes takes me a little bit too many times of somebody hurting me before I'm like oh this is like a problem like, yeah, this is a behavior a pattern, way. not just like a, oops, you made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. I give too much benefit of the doubt sometimes. Yeah. And you're very much like, no, you're a problem child, and you need to, like, not do that to me anymore. Yeah. I mean, and you, like, shut things down a little bit more quickly. Now, I usually, I usually give them, first impressions mean a lot to me. If yeah. you don't make a good first impression, I'm like, uh, I don't really want to give you a second chance. I have had a few people in my life that I've had a really bad first impression with, but they end up being okay after my second introduction to them. Right. So it's not a... Someone always Always thing. But you always have that reservation. Yeah, and I'm okay doing the second chance. But after that second chance, if you're still giving me that, like, weird gut, uncomfortable, like, icky feeling, I'm just like, I don't want to waste my time anymore on that. (laughs) Wasting my time. (laughs) I I think it's good that you have that to a degree because I think it you don't want to be a negative person who are just like everyone's out to get me everyone's bad everyone's like not trying to yeah I feel like though after a certain amount of time people like become more jaded and after like you go through different things and it's interesting and I don't know if this even is part of it should be part of this conversation but like it's interesting to me that like I feel like I've been through a lot of stuff but it still hasn't changed necessarily the way that I view people, you know? Like, I don't, I haven't been like, oh, well, because of these past things, I no longer will do these things, you right. know? Like, I'm just like, well, it's not this person's fault that that person did whatever they did, or what, you know? And, but I understand that it's, like, a natural thing for people to want to, like, you know, take past experiences and make it current, you know, understandings. And I think it's... There has to be a balance there, I think. Yeah, but I think that's why the topic of, like, 
everyone can have different views and opinions and, and things like that. And that doesn't necessarily make anybody right or wrong mm -hmm. or anything like that. Like we can see people's point of view and be okay with that. Right. And I think that, well, it's important to have people that have different point of views in right. your life, because if you just have a bunch of people saying the same thing you're saying, then what, where's your growth? Where's your like experience yeah. in like learning and becoming a better version of yourself? Because having somebody to sharpen you that, you know, causes a little bit of friction mm -hmm. in your belief structure is actually important. Exactly. So, like, and I think that, uh, what is that called? The bias, there's a specific word for like you going and looking for confirmation bias. Yeah. You're, you're you confirming look, your mm -hmm. bias. Like you have that belief. See, I found it on the internet. See, See all these people believe the same belief. thing. I yeah, do. exactly. <laughs> And yes, your morality and like your specific core belief system is pretty much, a, if you actually have a belief system, it's going to stay structured the entire way. Who, no matter who you talk to, no one's going to convince you otherwise, because right. that is your morals and your beliefs that you, mm -hmm. you wholeheartedly believe in. However, there's other things that are not nearly as like important that hearing other people's point of view and things like that might give you more of an insight onto how other people think and how people in, in, interact with others and things like that. So I think it's all important. Right. And, and being then, able to see where somebody's coming from mm -hmm. is important because even if you don't agree with them, you can at least say, okay, I understand why you think that way. It doesn't make you good or bad. It doesn't make me good or bad. And I still respect you as a human being enough to let you have your difference of opinion and not let it create like a negative feeling about you for mm -hmm. me, you know, for sure. so I think a lot of times people like, you know, especially in like our culture right now, we have a lot of like, well, if you don't think the same way as me politically or religiously or whatever, then there's something You're wrong, wrong with you. Right? You're stupid or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I don't, I, and my thing is like, we've always talked about like, I can see things really a lot of the time I can see both perspectives. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily always agree with both perspectives or but I see where the other I, side I, is I can, coming from. Exactly. And like, I tend to also, because of that, I think I tend to be a little bit more middle ground and neutral in a lot of things. So I'm like, mm, it's not important enough, not that it's not important enough, but it's not something that I'm like, Oh, I have this really strong core belief for that. I'm going to pick a side. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just, I can see why both things are valid. And I think that really, if we all just kind of try to come together a little bit more, a lot of issues could be found a, a compromise for, you mm -hmm. know, if people yeah. weren't so, well, I have to pick a side on this debate, you know, it's just like, well, why don't we just as a, as a collective of humans want to like, you know, find something that makes everybody feel a little bit better. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But, I don't know. It is interesting to, to like think going, about. Going back to, like, <laughs> you, um, I think going back to what you were saying about the, like, you tend to trust people mm -hmm. pretty much instantly, like, and I'm, I'm not so much that. I also think that has to do with, like, personality types, how what we've gone through, yes, but more so because two people can go through like similar things and it's still they 
handle things differently based on their specific like temperament. Yeah, their predispositions. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think I I love these kind of topics because I think it dives into the fact that like every single person is so different Mm -hmm. and like I I don't want to compare any specific life circumstance to another because everyone has their own struggles, everyone has their own beliefs, everyone has their own everything. We'll definitely dive into like our stuff that we we believe in and we care about and things mm-hmm. like that, but our ultimate goal is to make sure that we are being positive and uplifting and making sure that people feel love because yeah. there's so much just meh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Well, and it's like you talking about uh, two people can go through a lot of the same things. Like, because we're sisters, mm-hmm. we grew up in the same household. Right. We went through a lot of the same, like, childhood experiences. But our views on things are can vary just because we have our own personalities. And, like, even our memories of one one experience as could a kid yeah. could be completely different and so yeah and we, i mean age plays a factor right. our our um just our personalities are different our you know the way that we um our lenses you know of the way that the world is to us or whatever yeah so i mean really so many things fa- like factor into shaping somebody's perspective mm-hmm. and so then it's hard and that's why I think it's um, why we shouldn't, like, judge what somebody else thinks or whatever or, you know, decide that, you know, somebody's wrong or whatever because of the way that they think. Because you don't know all of the factors that led somebody to that place of, you know, doing, you know, thinking or feeling the way that they do about something. And so I think that part of what this podcast, I hope, will be is just kind of reminding everybody, hey, you know, we all have so many there's so much variation and diversity in the world for a reason mm-hmm. and we all have so many different perspectives to bring to the table and the more we're able to just have conversations and talk to each other rather than jumping to snap judgments about something really that's where like the magic is in the human experience yeah i totally think that if if the world wasn't so judgmental about different belief system and if we stop being so offended about other people's belief system mm-hmm. or or just like taking things so personally that they right. get offended by things and it's not about I you most obviously of the time. <laughs> get offended sometimes right. i obviously Everybody does. find myself being mm-hmm. a little bit judgmental i try to catch myself as quickly as i can and rein it back in and be like you know what it's not about me mm-hmm. it's not about that situation like if, if I'm offended, I want to know why. What right. specifically about that situation made me offended? Mm-hmm. And was that their intent? Were they actually trying to be malicious and offend me? Right. Or was their intention to just express something? Mm-hmm. Well, and if they're being malicious, who the frick cares? I don't need to Then we just don't like, be those people anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't need to waste my time with that. That's okay. If they... Most of the time, though, they're not trying to make, uh, like, offend me. They're just expressing a specific viewpoint that they have, and I don't agree with it, and that's okay. Can I maybe see their side of it? I think on that. And if I can, great. If not, oh, well. Exactly. Well, yeah. Um, I actually read something years ago, and it's always stuck with me. It, it, It was, it said, 
your first thought is like your conditioned thought, mm-hmm. right? For like, but your second thought is what you truly think or believe, right? So like, you see somebody walking by and you're like, oh, do you like they're wearing something that maybe for their body type or whatever, and you're like, Not oh, they shouldn't be wearing cool. that. And then you think, why do I care? It does not affect me whether that person is doing whatever they're doing, you know? But it's like that first thought is like the one that you're conditioned by culture or the people around you or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, but then that second thought is like, you're like, oh, no, no, I don't actually actually care. And I've always been like, oh, that's such a good thing to think about. And so like, I really will sit with like, I'll think something and go, oh, no, I don't actually think believe that, or mm-hmm. I don't actually feel that way, or, you know, and it kind of just helped me to capture some of those thoughts and try to, like, change my perspective toward those initial reactions don't even come up anymore as much as I can, because I don't want all the conditioning, you know, right. that, that we get brainwashed into just by our media or exposure to whatever to, like, get to have a say in the way that I think about people. Sure. But... Yeah, I remember reading that, and it was, like, huge perspective change. And, it, yeah. you know, way back, you know, like, ten years ago or whatever. I love that. I've never heard that one before. But, I, I mean, that's true. Like, mm-hmm. I think I was just thinking about how, like, when when Connor was, uh, like, little, like, three or four, mm-hmm. um, and I, I was just, like, I feel like I'm saying no to him, like, all the time. And then I, like, had to reflect, and I was, like, I was – very much conditioned to parent the way that we were parented Mm because I didn't know any different. And so I was like, okay, I am saying no to him for doing these things that are just kind of annoying to me. They're not doing anything though. So I had to like reflect on that and be like, I'm just kind of like dumping his creativity and Mm -hmm. taking away things from him that don't, doesn't need to be, it doesn't actually matter. Like, does this actually affect anything or is it just annoying? Mm -hmm. Is it just going to make a mess I have to clean up later? And does that really matter? Right. Or can he just make a mess with the Play-Doh for a bit? Is he, is he going to hurt himself? Is he going to hurt others? No, then, then it's okay. Like it's okay. I don't know. I, I remember doing that a lot and I'm just like, Man, the, if I, people say this all the time. It's like the, if you, if you, if I knew now what, or if I, if I knew then what I know now, mm-hmm. like I would have a whole different idea. And obviously I have that with a lot of things in my life and I'm just like, Oh, I wish, I wish <laughs> I knew, but you know, because, but you there. only know as much as you know, and exactly. you can only use the tools that you have, yeah. you know? And so I try not to beat myself up too much, but mom guilt, <laughs> It's up there. It's up there. So, uh, yeah. But moving forward, just try not to freak out as much when messes are being made. Cause well, but that just... For a little bit. I know. But I just think, like, that just goes to show, like, continually growing, mm-hmm. trying to become, you know, more self-aware, understanding, like, why you feel the way you do and what your triggers are. Because, I mean, kids are the they are your triggers. Like they are going to be that hot button issue of like, Oh, that's your mirror reflecting back to you. The things that you need to work on in yourself. Yeah. You know, Oh, you don't like that. That's you. Oh, that's because your kid is pushing that button because for whatever reason, that's their ability. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, but I mean, even without kids, it's just like taking that time to reflect, okay, why is this bothering me? Mm -hmm. And is it something that's a me problem? 
Is it something that's a, I need to have a conversation? Is it a little bit of both? Like, whatever it is. Like, I just had that issue yesterday that I felt like I had, I wasn't sure if I was overreacting right to how I like how I felt you know I had somebody tell me something that I was like is this actually a problem that I need to address is it a me problem and I think in a lot of ways it was both it was a me problem because I took offense in a way that I know that that person wasn't trying to offend me right and but it but it also was like okay but I also am in a in a time right now of trying to stand up for myself a little bit more and say hey if I don't like something just because I can understand why you said it still to be able to say, Hey, I didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so it was a little bit of both well. and it, we had a conversation and it went well and we were able to like understand each other. And I was like, okay, it's okay for me to say, Hey, I don't like this. Even if I know that that person wasn't trying to be malicious, right? you know, because growth needs to happen. Like you, you can bring something up that's bothering you so that other person can grow. And if they choose not to grow from it, then that's on them. But right. at least you're giving them the opportunity and you're growing from it too. So like, I right. I and you're not telling yourself that your, what you're feeling doesn't matter mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And so, you know, there's, there's just finding that balance of like, and I did, I had to sit with it for a minute. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't know. Is this worthwhile? You know, or whatever. But mm-hmm. And I, that's one thing. I don't think you should ever confront an issue when you're, like, upset or, like, and angry about it. Like, let yourself calm down and then readdress it and see if it's still something that you feel like you need to, like, handle. Right. Because anytime you come at something when you're in a heightened state, it's never going to go well. And it may have been something that you could have had this big of a conversation for, a little one. But then it got blown out of proportion because you were upset when you had, when you brought it up. Right. And so, but that goes back to having those conversations of positive, like taking that time, mm-hmm. reflecting, and then moving forward in a, in a, in a, with the intention of resolution and peace mm-hmm. rather than confront confrontation and I'm going to put you in your place and make you feel like I, you're bad, just like I feel, or yeah, whatever, exactly. you know, like going out of your way to hurt someone else's feelings because your feelings was hurt is not productive exactly. and it's not going to fix anything. And it's also quite immature. It is. You know, I think a lot of the time though, when we're hurting, we tend to be very immature. Very true. <laughs> very true. Uh, you know, we all kind of really, it's like that inner child comes out and starts stamping their foot and is like, you're mean and I'm mad about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I deserve this and you don't need to treat me that way. And you butthead. Exactly. <laughs> but, oh my gosh. As you know, most of us have those little inner child wounds that, you know, we're all trying to hopefully heal from. Heal from. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Oh. Uh, what's that? What's that comedian's name? Her name's like Taylor something. Taylor Tomlinson. Oh, I love her. Or something. I love her. She is so funny. She is very funny. <laughs> She's like, uh, <laughs> she said that. Very relatable. You have to grow when you're in your twenties because once you're in your thirties, everything bad about your personality solidifies. Oh, and good. That is good. a hilarious punchline. <laughs> Obviously, not true. <laughs> no. But I do think the majority of your growth does happen in your twenties. You're a lot coming of out of your like immaturity. You're realizing that oh, I am hurt by things. Even if you have like a wonderful 
childhood, great parents, all that stuff, you mm -hmm. still have things. Things. Mm -hmm. That just are like, oh, that hurt me more than I thought it did. Right. And you're realizing these things. You gotta work through them. You gotta figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that everyone has growth that they have to do. And if they choose to ignore it, then that sucks for them. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully they'll figure it out sooner or later, but uh, you can't control that either. So like, if you are working on yourself, that's all you can do. You can't force growth onto someone else. No, not before they're ready. Yeah. There's no way there's, they will just get offended. <laughs> and, Lash uh, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They won't hear what you're trying to say. They will just be, and it, it can cause a lot of, uh, damage to a relationship. Right. That's yeah. part of just loving somebody where they're at, accepting that, you know, they have to go at their own pace and everything. And it doesn't mean you accept all of their, you know, behaviors and you have to set your boundaries where you need to, but it's just understanding that everybody is on their own, you know, journeys and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> if the, you're healing and you're growing and you're doing everything and you're feeling good about things, then that's all you can really hope for. Mm -hmm. And I think that eventually people either come along on that journey of growth with you or they're not meant to be in your life in this period of your time and maybe they'll come back around later mm -hmm. on and that's okay. Even when it comes to close family, that's okay. Um, I don't know. And it's you can just... love people from a distance and not have them directly in your everyday circle because yeah. it's just, you guys aren't in the same space of life and, you know, and that's okay. You know, yeah. it sometimes it hurts and it's sad, but it, it's just part of kind of realizing what's taking your energy and what's, um, what's causing damage to you long-term, you know, like if you, if you keep having the same person around and they're not making any efforts to like grow or, you know, they're still like, and they pull you back into this old pattern that you're trying to get out of, then like, that's not, that's taking away from your growth. And so making that decision for yourself to like, okay, I'm just gonna, I love you and I want the best for you. And I'm gonna, you know, see you when I can or whatever, but it, you're not going to be part of my every day. Yep. It's just part of, you know, becoming yeah. more self-aware and understanding what your needs are. And, I think and that doesn't make you selfish to have, have your own needs. I know it's a hot take, but do you th <laughs> yeah. Do you think that, okay. That saying like, um, fix things with your strange love, wonder friends or whatever, because you don't know how much time you have with them. Is that to considered toxic positivity? I feel like there's a little, okay, I'm going to, probably all my answers every time is going to be like, there's a it balance. And, yeah. it, and because it you does. can go into a ditch of just wanting things to be okay, because at any moment somebody could drop dead or whatever, right. you know? And, and so you never address issues and you never, you know, but that also doesn't mean that you want to leave things as strange that there's a, a possibility of coming back together. True. Right? Like, I think that people just cause you don't want to deal with something. Right. You know? yeah. And I, it obviously depends on the situation of the Austin and thing like that. If they weren't good for your mental health or things like that, obviously figure things out for you. But I, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, okay, like I see that all the time. Like mm -hmm. someone will pass away and like 
loved ones that yeah their loved ones will be posting on like um social medias like just being like uh get in touch with that person that you lost touch with and and fix things because you don't know how much time you have with that person and i think about that a lot when it comes to like our specific family Mm -hmm. like um obviously i don't have any estrangement with you guys uh, Mm -hmm. uh, like my siblings and stuff so uh that's not necessarily an issue for me but i know a lot of siblings will like drift apart as they get older and they have like their own families and stuff and we've been pretty fortunate about keeping that those relationships yeah we've all seen pretty Um, close obviously we do have our own families and we do do our own things but Mm -hmm. like we stay close so um i appreciate that so much i appreciate those relationships that i have with you guys but i also know a lot of siblings that do drift apart do like um stop talking and things like that and they have their own uh, different reasons so i just like i don't know that whole toxic positivity thing has been on my mind lately so yeah. it's like okay what falls in that category because i think one of the things i thought of um is if you saw a post like that and it gave you conviction and you thought of a specific person mm-hmm. and you're like you know maybe i should reach out to them that's very true. Then maybe, maybe that is like a little bit of a tug, like saying, hey, maybe there's some, maybe not a full restoration. Maybe they're not going to be, like I said, part of your everyday in your inner circle, but maybe they can be one of your sidewalk people. Cause you know, you have like your layers of people, Yes. you know, like you have that. your sidewalk people, <laughs> you have your in the yard people, you have your in the house people, and you have your in the closet people. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on how close they are in your life. It doesn't mean that like, Maybe you have somebody that was, like, used to be, like, a in-the-house person. Like, they were pretty freaking close to you, and you saw them regularly and, like, all that. But now they're, like, a, not even on the sidewalk. They're, like, down the street, like, around the corner person. And you're, like, that's really a bummer. And maybe there would be ability to be restoration for them to be a sidewalk person. Mm-hmm. But yeah. maybe they'll never be a house person again. Right. That's and that's okay. But there are layers to trust and and um closeness and it doesn't have to be all or nothing you know yeah that's true. so that's something i think about is like you know i have people that i love dearly that i probably won't ever be as close to as i once was but that doesn't mean that they have to be a complete like a stranger that's out there in the world somewhere you know right they can be a sidewalk or maybe even a yard person who knows like how how life goes mm-hmm. but because Life is short, but it's also long. And there are things that, like, you know, time can change and heal all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So as long as both people are wanting that, both people are willing to make that effort. Mm -hmm. Because it can never, ever be on one side. If you're making an effort, but the other person's not, then they're not worth that effort. Right. You know? Yeah, I was thinking about that, and... I was, I've also been thinking, like, a ton about, like, my friends in high school. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, like, I'm, I'm going to out myself because I've been oh. having a lot of, like, <laughs> self-realization and thought process on this. But I'm just, like, I don't think I was a bad friend, but I also don't think I was the best friend. Mm-hmm. And... 
like we were talking about that, I think a lot of it has to do with just like being neurospicy. <laughs> neurospicy. <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> My ADHD, like me having a hard time like tracking with relationships and, and following them through. They're not right in your um, face so you forget the Right. Exist. I'm so <laughs> I was so outgoing in high school, less now mostly from like social anxieties that I've developed throughout my adult <laughs> life that I'm working on fixing because right. we don't want to keep that forever. Right. But it doesn't have to define uh, you. <laughs> right. But I've, I was super outgoing. I made friends instantly with like everyone. I, but I think about my friendships in high school and I obviously like, I still think about them from time to time and I, I care for them and I hope for the best and I follow them on social medias and I, I, I like looking at their growth and things mm -hmm. like that and I love seeing their success, but I would literally, I think, yeah, I think Kevin's the only one that I've stayed friends with, mm -hmm. which is my brother-in-law, by the way, <laughs> he married my younger sister. So, um, you know, I think that's part of he forced his way in. Yeah, <laughs> how we kept that friendship. Right. So, I which thank God for that because I know we all love them, but <laughs> but I'm just like, oh man, I wish I one that I didn't make as many mistakes for for people who don't know. I got married. Oh, well, nobody knows because <laughs> we don't know you people yet. <laughs> anyway, um, but I got married right out of high school. I was 18 years old. I planned my, my wedding during my senior year. year. And, um, the thing about getting married so young is that you, um, are kind of immature about it. So like, I wasn't necessarily a bridezilla. Like I, I knew that like mm -hmm. weddings are expensive. People paying for, for things is expensive. Expecting your teenage friends to, pay to be bridesmaids is expensive. So like, I totally get that. I didn't back then. Like I didn't fully comprehend the gravity like of what I was. Like you understood it to a degree, but not right. like you I do didn't now. expect, I expected, I think too much from 17, 18 year olds than I should have. Mm -hmm. And I think I burned a lot of bridges with my friends back then that I wish I just like didn't. And I've reached out to a couple of them and I've, I've, tried to make amends and I think I think we're good for the most part um and I I hope that there'll be if there was any animosity or anything like that that we can resolve that um it's been just, a while so yeah. hopefully you know as growth exactly. has come we all like you know and I hope there's not like residual like resentment or anything like that and then obviously you know there's just child childish mistakes that get made and mm -hmm. things like that but um, I don't know. Now that we're all like way older, <laughs> I, I just hope that like we, I don't know. I don't want people to think ill of me because of silly things that I did so long ago. Um, and I tried to make peace with them with, but ultimately I can't, I can't force that down their throats. Mm -hmm. If there was hurt there, they need to figure it out their side of things and how they feel about things right. and obviously i don't expect us to be like super buddy buddy again but i i just you know i you think about i these know people yeah, that used to be like, like and i know your people right. and now they're like out there in the world somewhere down the street around the corner and you're like i, I, like, and I, I know i did a <laughs> 
I was a weird person that expected too much or <laughs> or said weird things or did something that made them uncomfortable or whatever it was, whatever it may have been. I just, I don't know. I think about that and I'm just like, okay, moving forward. How can I be a better person? How can I be a better friend? How can I make sure I don't make these mistakes? One of them, I grew up, so I'm less immature. Um, <laughs> have my moments, but you won't I, have another sure. wedding necessarily. No, to, like, no, I don't plan on it. Again, uh, so. I'll probably have like a vow renewal or something like that. But or is Jacob your practice? <laughs> <laughs> your practice husband? For your, you know. <laughs> no, I'll have a, I'm like, let's have a new wedding. In, I'm like, there you go. Several years. <laughs> You're like 20 year anniversary or 15 year anniversary. <laughs> 15 way too soon. <laughs> Not like next year. No. <laughs> the next year is 10 years though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Wow. But I don't know. Do you have those moments? Like in your like, no, like, <laughs> like specifically thinking about a maybe a specific like I'm saying specific a lot but whatever <laughs> um event or thing that happened that you can think of that is like huh I could have handled that a lot better I have so many of those moments. I mean I have so many of those too but like I don't know I mean I have one a day <laughs> that's part of overthinking <laughs> no. um <laughs> no I definitely have like I mean, I have my, like, I have friends that, you know, or people that I have been friends with that maybe I shouldn't even call them friends anymore because I don't know if they would call me friends, you know, but, like, people, but I still care about them and want, wish that we were more in each other's lives and stuff. But, like, I think part of it is just I have never been very good about reaching out to people and, like, you know, like you said, like, making the time to, like, say, hey, like, what's going on with you and like, you know, actively try to participate in people's lives the way that I really would love to. And I, I think that's part of like a, you know, a growth that I need to focus specifically on. Cause it's something I've said, Oh, I wish I was a better friend, but like, mm-hmm. unless I specifically make the intention to like do better then I'm not going to do that. So, right. you know, as we're talking, I'm like, yeah, that's probably something I should put as my, like, okay, this is something to take a look at. But, um, you know, people, like, I mean, I had a friend reach out to me the other day that, like, I completely forgot to respond to them. Mm-hmm. And now it's been a little bit too long to where I'm like, now it's a little bit awkward, yeah. you know? And it is what it is. And I will reach out to her and say, hey, you know, I'm, it is what it is. And she's always been very accepting of that about me. But not everybody that I have had in my life has been that way. Yeah. And, and so, and it, maybe that's part of it, is just finding those people and having them around that, like, do love you for who you are and understand your quirks. Your quirks. <laughs> and that, and, but also not just saying, well, this is who I am and you have to love me right. for, and love me where I'm at or whatever. It's like, just. That's your downfall. But I it's see. my fault that I'm not a better friend. So I need to take that responsibility and that ownership. Right. But I also appreciate the people that do understand that about me and still love me anyway. So right. there's, like, that balance of just, like, you know, appreciating the people that you do have, but trying to be better in the long run. Because yeah. then that just creates, even for those people that already are loving you and already are accepting of you, it creates a better relationship when you start to actively say, okay, but I want to be a better friend to you, mm-hmm. you know? 
I think <laughs> I think most people in my life know that I'm a <laughs> terrible texter. Like yeah. terrible and boring. You like, text K, which most people would take as like an insult, like a oh my gosh, she's mad at me. She said K. But you say it, like, casually. So... No, usually when I say K, I am mad. Oh, good to know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I just, if I can't figure out how to, what to say, like... Or you just won't respond. I, yeah, usually I just get overwhelmed and I just don't respond, which I know is, like, so not a great thing, mm-hmm. and I need to get better at that, but I'm just, like, I get overwhelmed and they're just like, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what or you want to say. The conversation is over now. There's nothing left to say. Yeah. So <laughs> I should just say that. I, that's what Goodbye. I should text back. No, I just text back. I'm like, we have said everything there is to say. We're done talking now. Goodbye. <laughs> I wish there was that. a socially acceptable way to do that. Right? <laughs> like, is there anything else you need from me? Like, I could be like, I could, Use my reception voice. You could. Yeah. You know, I remember when I was a teenager, though, and, like, texting was, like, kind of new, because mm-hmm. I'm old. And, <laughs> yeah. but I would be, like, texting all day long, like, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and literally about nothing. And I'm like, how did I do that? How did I have the mental capacity? Because now I'm like, this is taking too much energy to come up with a response to you uh-huh. every time you say something random to me. And... You know, I mean, I get, like, mostly it's teenagers have less mental right. load to, like, carry. Yeah, and that is their social. <laughs> and that like, is how yeah. they're social. But now I'm like, I would rather be alone for three days straight than text anyone. And I am so one of those people, and I know it annoys people who are not like this, but, like, I would rather just call you really quick, get all the details out, and send 20 texts back and forth. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So much faster. And... And, you know, if it's just like a, hey, how are you doing? I was just thinking about you. Those texts, great. Totally I great. love it. I appreciate them. <laughs> after, you send after, back I'm like, a, I'm good. You how have you been you, doing? I miss you. Let's figure some stuff out. It's always the, let's get together and then we go by. <laughs> right. I do that with my best friend. I will, <laughs> she'll text me. She's a lot better at, like, remembering to, like, reach out, reach out to me um, <laughs> than I am. And, I Thank feel God bad about that. that. Yeah, <laughs> I love her. Um, anyway, I'll be like, she's like, how are you doing, Claire? Uh, I missed you. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing fine. How are you? I miss you, too. And then she's like, I'm good, too. Like, let's get together soon. And then weeks will go by. And then she'll reach out or I'll reach out again. And we'll be like, hey, do we actually want to get together? Like, <laughs> do we actually want to see each other at some point? <laughs> uh, like, but that's what I love about, like, long-term friendships like that. Well, yeah, 20 like, plus you years don't have to, like, You don't have to text all the time. You don't have to see each other all the time. There was one point she was living in another state. Not that far. Right. It's fine. Um, but still. Only like, a couple hours, but still. It still took some effort to go see her, and we weren't seeing each other super frequently when she lived in town. But I think there was a time that we didn't see each other for, like, a whole year or almost a year. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Like, we, once we saw each other, it was the same thing. It was like thing. nothing had happened. Nothing happened. But then you guys lived together. So, right. that's true. <laughs> we were roommates for a bit. So, a shout out. Oh. <laughs> the group. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Um, no, I mean, okay. Same with my best friend, though. Like, 
She's so much better at reaching out to me than I am reaching out to her. I thought I was your best friend. <gasps> <laughs> it's different. It's different. Kind of <laughs> You're like, it's not even the same. Sisters, <laughs> we have another one, by the way. Anyone listening? We do. We do. And She's she great. also part of our circle of friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a little circle of friends. It's yeah, good. yeah. But no, like she's so good. My friend, she's so good at reaching out to me. She'll like send me like coffee money. Yeah. Oh randomly. Oh my god. And I'm just like that. I was what? like, I was like, she literally sent you money and said coffee on me. Yeah. But I was living oh. in another state and we hadn't like hadn't seen each other. Yeah. In, I don't even know probably had been several months and at that point because i was coming home right semi-regularly you know to right, see but you weren't but, always able to see her but i wasn't always able to see her if i was in town and so yeah but uh she's always been a lot better about reaching out than i have and like she the other day went and bought my baby some clothes and like and i'm just like i really need to work better and work work on being a more active participant in our friendship. That's why I'm like, okay, <laughs> but what can I do? We have known each other since friends. we were seven, mm-hmm. and so that's part of it. Is like those long term friendships. Like it, nothing changes, even if we've gone a long time without right. interacting. Yeah, like you were saying. So yeah, no, I'm always, <laughs> I, I've been trying to be a lot more diligent. Like, how can I help my friends? How how can I just be a better friend? Reach out, do whatever. All that kind of stuff because I know I okay I had a core memory earlier <laughs> not a core memory I wouldn't call it that an unlocked memory okay yeah, yeah. it was an unlocked memory of like because I was thinking about okay how did I get my sarcastic humor how did I like how did that come to be and why do people like, not everyone, but some people take my humor the wrong way and think I'm being mean or I don't like them or whatever. Or being, like, you're serious. Right. And they're like, you're rude. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I I was thinking about this, and I was like, <laughs> on my way to camp one time, we were taking the bus. I was with all my friends. We stopped at McDonald's on the way to get lunch or whatever. I ordered my food, and everyone had eaten and gotten back on the bus at this point. They forgot to make my order, so we had to go up. By the time I got my food, because they finally remembered and, and gave it to me, everyone was done eating, back on the bus, and all that stuff. I took two bites of my burger and threw it away, because we weren't allowed to eat food on the bus. I was so hungry and so frustrated, um, but I just was like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, I think maybe in like 6th or 7th grade, mm-hmm. I want to say. Anyway. But my angry Claire. Yeah. <laughs> and like back then my my core group of friends um that I'd hang out with were uh three other girls and three guys and then me. So there were seven of us. Mm-hmm. And the one of the three guys, I slightly had a crush on him. I don't even remember his name at this point. Unimportant. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was like um Somehow it came up that I had to throw my food away and didn't really get to eat because we were in hurry or whatever. And he's, uh, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry that happened, blah, blah, And then um, we were talking about later on in that bus ride, we were talking about, like, crushes. And obviously I couldn't tell him. 
That would right. just be silly because we know, don't talk about that. No. Um, and so um, I just kind of was like, eh, I'm laughing it off or whatever. And then this guy, I kid you not, like, he showed me what being sarcastic was and how it was so enjoyable. Like, other people have been sarcastic in my life, but, like, not in the same way. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, uh, they're like, oh, who do you have a crush on or whatever? And um, he was like, uh, Claire, I need to take her on a date immediately. And I was like, okay, we can go back. And I was playing around um, because I, like, instantly was like, I love how this, like, sarcastic tone feels. And so I was like, okay, let's go back and get my, my hamburger. I had to throw in the, <laughs> the trash. And we started laughing. And I was like, that was so fun. And I was It was like, banter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love the banter. That's why I love the so much. Mostly because, not because I like Rory and Lorelai, just because I like their banter. Right. Their close banter. And that's why I like our relationship with uh, you and Emily is because like we have that banter. Oh, we banter hardcore. We get in it and we're like, <laughs> All that, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just, like, the com- comfortability of, like, our relationships. But I have to remind myself, when I first meet someone, if I use too much of a sarcastic tone and they don't know my intent and they don't, like, catch on that I'm being sarcastic, then they think I'm being Because you're very straight-faced with your sarcasm. Yeah, and I... You're, yeah. like, tone-deaf, like... <laughs> maybe that's not the word. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Uh, but like straight faced, sarcastic, and like I've gotten to like into like I'll say something sarcastically, and then I will immediately like go. I'm just kidding because I got so much of like people being like, yeah, I don't know if you're joking. No, like, I've started doing that now. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> like I'll laugh it off or I'll try to make it very clear to everyone. Do a really I'm dramatically kidding. sarcastic. Yeah, thing. because yeah. I'm just like I don't. My heart is never to make anyone feel uncomfortable or make them feel like I don't like them. Unless I actually don't like them. Then they'll Obviously, know. you try to make them I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, exactly. That, that right there was the whole thing. Just kidding to make sure everyone knew. Oh. No, because actually, even with people we don't like, we try to still let them feel comfortable. And, right, I don't... You know, I, there are people where I'm like, I don't really enjoy spending time with you, but... But if you're going to be around... But I'm not going to be rude and right. make you uncomfortable. I'm not going to go out of my way to, like, spend time with you. And some people will be like, oh, that's so fake. But it's like, it's not fake because I'm not pretending to like you. I'm just not being outright rude. Right. <laughs> you know? Or, like, dismissive or disrespectful. Because everybody deserves to, like, be respected as a mm-hmm. human, you know, nobody really deserves to have somebody, like, outrightly, you know, being rude to them or something. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, everybody can make a, a argument for there are people that really just suck. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't tend to spend time with people who want to spend time with people that suck. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's that person that just rubs you the wrong way or does it. That you don't well quite mesh or with or whatever. Whatever. And. And typically, it's a friend of a friend that you're only going to see at, like, whatever random event, you know? Just suck it up. Yeah. Because, I mean, I have a friend who has a friend (laughs) that I don't particularly enjoy, but I I see them at that friend's stuff sometimes. Yeah. And it's fine. We can get along. We can have a decent time. But I'm not going to be like, oh, we should hang out, you know, and let's be buddies, you know? 
Yeah. And that's just how that goes. But that's part of having, you know, well, so I think maturity like, of being able to, like, interact with people, even if you don't right, necessarily, like, agree with them or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And on the flip side, I have, like, <laughs> friends that I full-on, like, make fun of and, and <laughs> dig on and, like... That's uh, part of your love language. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I, I make sure that... I'm thinking of... Your best friend's husband. Yeah, yeah. my best friend's husband. Um, I consider him a friend. I care about him deeply. Um, He's a good man. I always act like I'm disgusted to see him every time, and he does the same to me. And he gets uncomfortable and, when you're nice to him. Yeah, he does. I He's like, what are you doing? Any on? sort of compliment or, or any sort of... <laughs> acknowledgement of anything other than disgust and he is like i don't know what's happening he's like i'm confused <laughs> so i don't know it's just the relationship but he does it back like, you guys yeah. have that answer and, and i make sure he understood like at the beginning i was concerned that he just thought i was being mean but like he did it back so i was like okay clearly he either he it. hates me too <laughs> he hates me too huh <laughs> but no i think i think it's so different with the different relationships you can have with a person that bring out different aspects of your relationship uh, or really, I, that was just yeah. did not make sense <laughs> at all um, but <laughs> different aspects of a relationship that can bring out personality traits of of you and them that mm-hmm. like mesh well and I think that's the cool thing about relationships it's actually funny your relationship with him Mm-hmm. It's similar to my relationship with my best friend's husband. I have the same relationship with your best friend's husband. Right. Yeah. It's true. And he did think I hated He him. did think that you didn't like it. And that but he knew that I was joking, so I wasn't sure, like, how that happened, you know? Because my first impression of him wasn't, uh, like, that wasn't, it wasn't the most positive, yeah. favorite experience. <laughs> yes. He came back and... I know, I had to re-meet him as well. Too. And we were like, okay. We love you now. Yeah, yeah. But then he was like, did Claire really, like, are we really good? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> digging on it. He was like, he also, maybe. But yeah, he, 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 I don't think he realized at first that, like, I was joking. Yeah. But, you know, we've developed a love for each other. Yeah. And, but is it really your best friend's husband if you don't, you know, right. banter and vibe like that a little bit? Exactly. That's, that's what I think. Because... <laughs> My best friend also does that to my husband. So, you know, so it it's just all around. <laughs> <laughs> and even even with Kevin, um, I have a little oh, bit we of do, we like, Kevin So much, so much. But, and I did that to him in high school, mm-hmm. but, like, even more now that he's married to our sister. Right. It's like, okay, Well, but he did tell gotta... me the other day that you and I are, like, his best, couple of his best friends. See, so it is fun. I love it. <laughs> I, know. I I think that so many relationships are just, like, dependent on, like, how you vibe with that person. I don't think there's... But it like, has to be a mutual understanding. Right, yeah. You know? just, like, bagging on them. Like, if don't be mean to people... I actually thought I was being mean to him. And he didn't vibe back with it. Because right. he would change the way you interacted with him. Exactly. Yeah. So, I would be like, okay, if you don't like this, I will definitely stop. I don't want to make you... Yeah, if somebody have if somebody doesn't actually like get it, or if it still makes them uncomfortable even after they know you're joking, mm-hmm. 
then yeah, I would adjust the way that I interact because sure. I do have people that have been like, I don't like this. Please don't do that to me. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I am. My intention is so not to make you uncomfortable, make you feel bad or mm-hmm. whatever. And I want you to know that I love you and care about you and want you to feel good around me, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And so, but yeah. Uh, I mean, who wants to be the kind of person that like people feel bad when they're in your presence? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I hope nobody. <laughs> I hope nobody. But there might be those. <laughs> there might. Be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're one of those people, maybe stop. I've encountered people that I wondered. I was like, is your intention really to make people around you feel bad? Or, <laughs> or like, you like not a, realize you're doing that? Is this a defense mechanism? Yeah. <laughs> is this a toxic trait you need to break? What is this? <laughs> that's a, and that's part of, like, you know, when you bring something up to somebody like that, and then they like, like, well, I'm not doing that. You're like, okay, so that's a, that's a you thing. I'm going to go now and let you have that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all the time we have. <laughs> oh, we've chatted. We kind of went on a tangent tonight, and that's totally fun and fine. <laughs> I feel like this will be, every so often we'll have rambles. Yeah. And... Like, we will have nights that we're actually talking about a specific topic, but, you know, our intro ep- episode, I hope this kind of just gives you an insight of, like, who we are, yeah. what we're about a little bit. We'll have to do, like, <laughs> later on an actual, like, information about us a little bit. You've got a little bit of tidbits, but we'll try There's to... There's married, young, <laughs> we've <Yeah>. mentioned children. <laughs> we have children, you know, but all that. But, yeah, we'll get into it. We'll eventually figure out intro music and this whole podcasting thing more. And... I want to try to figure that out for this one. We'll see what happens. All right. So <laughs> this may be cut or it may be involved for the funsies of it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Positive Positioning. Hope we appreciate you guys. And join us every Wednesday. We'll post a new one. It'll be great. All right. All right. Oh, also, if you guys have any topics of discussions that you want us to uh, bring up or if you have any questions about us personally or anything like that you can always comment or message us on here so yeah you can listen to us on any podcast platform exactly we also have a instagram account it's positive positioning 101 as well as tiktok and so follow along with us and we'll be posting some fun little things as we as we come up with them or it won't be fun it might be terrible so then join us in our misery and um you guys can (laughs) tell us what we're doing wrong so (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) thank you goodbye